The Bar Star Podcast is a show that aims for something a little different. It's hosted by a drummer who thinks he's a musician. But let's be honest, I know and you know that drummers are not musicians, right? Or are they? Hang on a second, who wrote this crap? This is garbage. Nobody's gonna listen to a show put on by somebody they haven't heard of. Stupid. Star Podcast. I am your host, Steve O'Reilly. I want to thank you guys for coming back to hang out with me once again. Thanks for keeping up with the show and checking in to see what's going on over here. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody had a good week. And as always, I hope you guys went out and did some shit. Please take a second to check out my sponsor, Prophecy, located in the beautiful highlands of Louisville, Kentucky. Mention the Bar Star Podcast and you will get 10% off your tattoo by any artist in the shop. Pretty cool deal, so go check it out. Got something kind of cool this week. At least I think it's kind of cool. I uh, I guess I, because I bought some gear, um, I think that I'm just a world traveler now. No, I'm just kidding. Or am I? I was really fucking lame. So lame. Anyway, I am back in my office uh, recording on the pretty chrome mic that everybody seems to like. But I did go and do something cool this week. Uh, Mom's Music, the store that I teach at in Louisville, had a drummer's breakfast. Uh, And I took my equipment over there and set up in one of the corner booths and just had some people come hang with me. Uh, A couple of them I knew. A couple of them I knew well. Uh, One guy I didn't know at all. Uh, It was kind of cool. I got to talked to uh, five different drummers in town. Uh, I, there was about, f- I think there was about 50 drummers there, uh, so, and I just couldn't get to everybody. I really wanted to, just because there was so many what's considered Louisville legends there. There was a guy there named John Roy who is, uh, he's 89 years old, and he still plays drums. Uh, he does a big band thing once a month. I mean, that's fucking badass. I don't, I just, I don't care who you are. That's awesome. But there was a lot of people I wanted to talk to, but I didn't get to no other reason than it's just it's just the way that it worked out. For those of you in the Louisville area, Tommy Seward is now he is now the drum shop manager at Moms. Tommy's trying to rebuild the drum shop at Moms that Moms used to have, and he is doing a fantastic job. He's got some cool gear in there. He's got some great ideas of stuff he wants to do. One of them being the breakfast that we just did and or I should say he just did. I was just there recording my silly little show. Uh, But it was actually his and Howard's idea that I go up there and record. And I went, hey, that's a great idea. I'll get some dudes to sit down and hang with me for a few minutes. So this episode has five different drummers on it. And it's a little bit all over the place. There's a couple spots that I screwed up uh, on my new gear. So when I get to the section with Max Maxwell, who I finally pinned down, we start talking in the middle of something because I'm an idiot and I totally forgot to hit record on my new shit because I'm still getting used to it. Basically, without getting into a bunch of details, there's a record button and then there's a pause button. Once you hit record, you can pause it, but then you have to unpause it. I hit record and then hit record again. 
yeah, so I'm fucking dumb. What you missed, though, the cool part is I remember it. Everybody knows I love coffee. Marvin loves coffee, too, and he was telling Max about this coffee called Cat Shit Coffee. I'm, I'm not making this up. Apparently, there is a coffee that cats will eat the beans. Uh, they will shit them out. They will take the beans, wash them, process them, and then they will sell them, and they call it Cat Shit Coffee. And he was serving some of the Cat Shit Coffee at the Mom's Drummer Breakfast. I tasted it. It wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. Uh, but that was what Max was started talking about, was how he found some cat shit coffee. And for Father's Day, he bought Marvin a bag of it. And we were talking about that. And I just happened to look down and go, son of a bitch, I'm not recording. I'm dumb. So I just kind of hit pause while Max and I were still talking. He was none the wiser. I told him afterwards, hey, I fucked up. Ha <laughs> ha. Joke's on me. But anyway, we still had a good time. I uh, got some information. I got to talk to some great guys. Uh, I start out with Dave Hoback. Everybody remembers him. He was my first hang on my show. And then I talked to Jeffrey Jarbo, who's a phenomenal drummer. Plays with the Wolf Brothers. He's been in the same band for 38 years. Uh, verify that in the episode, but I think it's 38 years. And then I talked to a gentleman I've never met before. A guy named Ed Abramson, Abraham, Abra something. Totally am fucking this guy's name up. I'll get it right in a minute. A guy named Eddie Abraham. Really nice guy. Uh, had a nice conversation with him. Then after that, I talked to the one and only Max Maxwell, who I pinned down. Uh, but I already told you I screwed him up. Whatever. It is what it is. Max and I give each other shit all the time. It's fantastic. Then I talked to a one Mr. Rex Owen. So there you go. It's Hoback, Jeff Jarbo, Eddie Abraham, Max Maxwell, and Rex Owen. Uh, I had a lot of fun with these cats. Learned a lot of stuff. And of course, I got to hang out with all the other drummers that were in the room as well. So it was a really cool thing. Uh, Mom's Drum Shop is going to be fantastic thanks to Tommy. Uh, so as Marvin would say, y'all go down to Mom's and bring your money. And uh, on with this episode. Let's see what kind of uh, what kind of shenanigans I can get into with these cats. Alright, so I am in a room with a bunch of drummers. There's fucking shit tons of them it's crazy uh, i am at mom's hanging out with a bunch of drummers actually that's not a joke uh this is a drummer's breakfast uh it's a pretty cool deal uh and i'm just gonna have a bunch of people pop over let me rephrase that i'm gonna have a bunch of drummers pop over and hang out with me uh, i am set up in a corner i'm looking at dave hoback rex owen ryan murphy some other dude i can't see well, Jarbo's here, and Greg Unthank, and Marvin, and Donnie, and it's just a shit ton of drummers. Brad Canada, it's kind of crazy. There's a lot of ego in this room. I'm just kidding. Or am I? <laughs> but I'm going to have some people pop over, uh, come hang out with me for a few minutes, say hi, and uh, we'll see what's going to go on, and uh, who has what to say, and all that good happy horse shit. Don't you make fun of me. I saw that. I saw you making fun of me. 
Oh God. Oh my God. Your hair doing? Your hair's getting long, sir. I know. You look fantastic. Thanks. Do you like my chops? I do like your chops. <laughs> And I'm not talking about how I play. You can adjust that any way you want to. It is a mic stand, sir. All right, then. All right. Okay. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm a little tired. I'm, I'm hanging out with, with David Hoback. You're the first one to hang out with me on this oh. drummer's breakfast. And you know what the irony of that is? I was the first podcast. You were my first podcast yes. guest. High five in a microphone. Mm. Mm. Oh, what's going on? How are you? Good, man. Again, I'm just a little tired. Did you gig last night? I did. Where were you at? We were at Stevie Ray's, and tonight I'm at the Nirvana, and the day after that I play Turtle Run, and, and, I got, and there's the, you still got to get motorcycle riding in, in there. Oh, God. You got it so rough. I know. Uh, playing a bunch of drums, you look fantastic, and you got to go ride your motorcycle. I wrote, it, I, I wrote it here. And I'm supposed to feel sorry for you. Why? Uh, uh, Diego, fuck yourself. <laughs> I was trying to think about something like that. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. I, I got nothing for you. Seriously, how, how other other than gigging a lot, how's things going? Well, you know, um, I'm trying to think. I got this beautiful woman that I, I've met. She was stalking me on Facebook, and I finally gave in. And then uh, just to find out that, you know, she's the one, I think. Uh-oh. But, you know, if she works out that, that she's not the one, I'm just going to, like, be that guy that's been married, like, you know, 25 times that you know. I'm just going to marry everybody that uh, Sweet. Will you marry me? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Awesome. As long as you'll sign the prenup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're not getting my drums, buddy. And I don't want yours. Right. Yours are nicer. Well, I w that's not why I said that. Oh, I'm just saying I don't want anybody else's gear. Uh-oh. She's doing something. That's Margo right that there. That is Margo with a phone in her hand. She's, you, don't, you haven't known her that long. I've, I, I grew up with all these guys. There, there's a time. There hasn't been a time when I haven't known the Maxwells. That's true. I mean, for real. That's my dad. True. My dad knew Marvin. My dad played the very first uh, Murph Benefit. Really? Yep. The very first one was down on Main Street, I think. Main Street between first and second. There was a time that between first and second, that was the place to go. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I mean, there was there, every every building just about was a club. There was city lights, stages. Um, there was Bogarts. Um, was the pink pussycat there? It was just all over. That's really cool. I know it was. There's a lot of history in the, in Louisville that I obviously don't know about because I've only been here 11 years. But because I've lived in a bunch of cities, uh, Louisville seems to have a really cool music history. It does. Um, which uh, I'm I'm kind of tonight. I'm going home. You might say I'm playing a place called Nirvana. It's on Bardstown Road. It's in between Grinstead Drive and. Uh, the Highland, Highland Avenue, mm -hmm. and um, back when I was a teenager, it was called Tuligans, and Tuligans, you know, more—that's where all the original bands played. Gotcha. All of them, you know, they—they uh, they didn't have cover bands. You know, you got RC Mob and you know Poor Girls, and you know, uh, one of the really greats was uh, Squirrel Bait. You know, they—they kind of hit it. You know, Rolling Stone talked about them a whole lot, and then um, I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers there. I saw. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, nice. I mean, all these bands that are super mega huge now, I saw in a room that was, you know, not even a quarter of an acre. I was going to say know, like it's, 20 by 20. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, was, it was really small. And, um, you know, I, I, just, my, I had all, all my bands played there and, and, you know, all my original bands and stuff. And I, I'm playing there tonight with a cover band, which is, you know, Soul Circus. And we all know how great they are. I love playing with those guys. Oh, those guys are so good. Yeah. I'm not coming because if I show up, you're going to get me on stage. I will. No, I'm no. not going to show up. You can play Superstition. 
As enticing as that is. No. <laughs> no. But, you know, it's just, I play that room. Right, twice as much as any other room that I've ever played, and it's, it's going to be that's going to be really cool for me. That is cool. That really is. That's I very cool. So. so that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to, and how I am. How I am. How are you? Finish that sentence. How are you? <laughs> how are you? Good man. I can't complain. I uh, I'm just got all kinds of different stuff going on. I got my fingers in a bunch of different projects. Some yeah. that I will not talk about. Some that I might talk about. Some that are ending. Some that are the beginning. Right. We've got so all kinds of shit going on. We were talking about this earlier. You know, you always have two that are playing out and three or four that are in the... <laughs> just in case, you know, the two that are playing out, you know, break up. You know. Musicians are such fucked up people. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> That's why we all have commitment issues. Right. <laughs> Fuck it, man. This sucks. I ain't doing this another night. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Going home. And then you just bring another one out. And yeah, pretty much. <laughs> two days goes by. Everybody's like, fucking right, boys. You, man. I'm sorry. You know, you got to learn 15 songs in two days. Let's go. <laughs> Am I getting paid for this? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> How much? <laughs> oh, man. No, that's awesome. All right, you got to go find me my next victim. I think I want Jeffrey Jarbo. Okay, I'll go get him. Because he's so cute. Look at him. Look who he's talking to. He is totally do you, talking do you, about Do you know Rick? I, I, I just met Rick. Uh, what is his last name? I just met him about Rick. 20 minutes ago. Oh, my gosh. He's famous, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. That's fantastic. What's this guy's name again? That is Ryan Murphy. Oh, Ryan, Ryan. Ryan. I can't believe I, I'm having a, a senior moment. I've got some timers. That's all right. Because yeah. he's like a really good friend of mine. Okay, um, Rick. Anyway, he was an editor. He was Modern Drummer's editor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking don't know the Modern Drummer's editor's last name. <laughs> What so a douchebag. <laughs> Such a douche. Shit, I'm done with you. Get the All fuck right, out love of me. Okay. Well, thanks for having me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fire myself. You're firing. Come here. Come here. Come here. Please, just for a second. <laughs> What's Rick's last name that's talking to Jarbo? Yeah. Thank you. Rick Mattingly. Rick hey, Mattingly. I knew that. These mics are hot, bitch. That picked up all of that. He has the most incredible sense of humor. He does. Expressionless. <laughs> He's very stoic. stoic. Oh, stoic. look at that. We did it. Yeah. Same time. High five in the microphone. He's mm. amazing. I like to go up and tell him jokes because he has the same look. And like, just see something really hilarious. He goes, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the stoic Ryan Murphy. But we love you, Rick. Yes, yes. Let me go get Jarbo. All right, go get Jarbo. I love you, baby. I love you, too. Bye. See you. Good thing it was empty. I know. I just want to spill coffee all over the fucking place. You need to get a fucking haircut. No, don't. Don't get a haircut. I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's up, sir? I'm doing good, man. Isn't this awesome? It is awesome. It is awesome. I actually went in order, and I'm sitting in front of the amazing Jeffrey Jarbell. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm Dude. sitting across from the amazing Stephen O'Reilly. I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. I know. What's up, man? How are you? How's things? Doing good, man. How's life? Good, good. Still with the Wolf Brothers. You guys uh, are killing it. Twenty. You were talking earlier. Twenty-seven well, years. Well, the Wolf, Wolf, the Wolf Brothers this year is forty-nine years old. Next year we're celebrating fifty years. Oh my! God. I've been in a band thirty-eight. I'm like, how did that happen? You've been in one band for thirty-eight, 38 years. years. I can't believe it. You are an anomaly. Uh, I just see. Really I'm so excited. I can't even say that word. Anomaly. I'm telling you, buddy. I'm I'm blessed. But let me tell you, the, the thing that I'm most proud of. 
is what we do for the past 27 years right. is we go into elementary, middle, and high schools mm-hmm. all across the, con- uh, the state, the state of Kentucky, right. and we teach American history, but we do it through music. We've got oh, seven cool. different theme shows, and um, we're working on a new one now. It's going to be ready for September. Very cool. And it's really cool. And then what's happening now, <laughs> I think I maybe told earlier that it, it, we'll, we'll go into a school and um, we'll have a teacher's coming up saying, I saw oh, yeah. you when I was in the third grade. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, 27 years. It's, it's, You've reached a lot of people. Reached a lot of people. I tell you, I'm very lucky, Stephen. Very lucky, very blessed to be able to play drums for a living full time. I, 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 I agree. Very, lucky. I've had stints where I've done it for a living and then I had to go back to work and then I got to do it for a living. Now I'm back at work. <laughs> well, I've heard you play no, a number it. of times. You're awesome. Oh, Absolutely awesome player. You. Educated player, well-schooled player, great time. It. Your showmanship is tremendous. You're just a great player. And do you have you come every week and just talk about me. Not only that, though, <laughs> you're a great guy. And I told, I was telling you, <laughs> Mike McDowell, who I thought would be here, uh, I was talking to him a few years ago. I said, all my drummer friends have two things in common. They're all great players, and they're all great guys. Aww. And you, well, you're, you. you're, you're one of them, brother. I appreciate it. I oh. think you are an amazing player, and I think you're an even bigger, amazing human being. <laughs> that's right. I said bigger, amazing. Well, that's awfully Because nice. you're, you're awesome, and you do a lot of stuff for the community besides Wolf Brothers. You have, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have a weekly open jam, We have correct? an open jam uh, at Billiards, uh, Billiards gotcha. Club in Fern Creek, every Wednesday from 8 to 11, gotcha. and it's an open jam. I host it with uh, a guy named Larry Ferguson and another right. guy named Rich Henchman. We start the night off. We play for about 25, 30 minutes, and we start bringing jammers up. And it's a lot of fun, man. Nice. You get a chance. Has it been going anybody well? to listen, get a chance. Come on out. Uh, billiards uh, in Fern Creek. It's right next to the big lots in Fern Creek. Got gotcha. you. Has it been and going well? Everything good with it? It's been going pretty good, yeah. Nice. It's, it's summertime. Sometimes it's a little slower because there's right. so many things going on. Yeah. But, yeah, we've had pretty People good People have been crowds. cooped up in the, in the Louisville they winter go for out, yeah. three months. They want to go outside and do shit. But it's been good. It's been really good. And we've been doing it since uh, December. So we're in our six months of doing it. So Very it's cool. It's been really good, man. Very cool. How about you, buddy? How you doing? I, I can't complain. Nobody listen anyway. <laughs> You're still teaching here at Mom's, right? I am. I am still teaching here at Mom's. Um, it, like you just said, summer's here, so my students have kind of dropped off. It's like, oh, my God, summer's here. i got to go do shit. Right. See ya. I, I, I expect it every year. But, yeah, everything's going well. Um, I just I can't complain about anything. Oh, i man, got a you're couple man, projects, buddy. and that's it. Well, people that know you, and I mean this, I would say this to you even if we were on, weren't on the air, but. People who know you, it's all, it's all thumbs up. It's all good. Oh, oh man, Steve O'Brien. Oh, man, he's great. He's great. And man, you you know, sending me texts on Thanksgiving to say happy. <laughs> I mean, man, that's just what a guy. I mean, you're, you're such a great guy. I that's am. Great. Checks in the mail, brother. Checks no. in the mail. <laughs> this gentleman right here to my right, this is another good guy. It's Eddie Abraham right here. And he is a great, great drummer and a great guy. I've known this gentleman here for 44 years. You don't look that old. He's, an, he's a great drummer, great friend of mine. Nice. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been around a long time. Been playing a long time. Nice. This is a good thing, though. But, man, this is what's so cool about being here at Mom's. They had this drummer breakfast here. Right. You got all these drummers. You got about 40, 40, about 45, maybe 50 guys. I don't know. And There's a letting, bunch of dudes here. Yeah, letting letting uh, Tommy Seward, used to work at Far Out, is oh, now the drum guy here. He great will be drummer on the show. and a great yeah. guy. And he's going to build this drum shop back up to what it was. Yes, he is. You know, it's just going to be awesome. Bringing in clinicians and stuff mm-hmm. and bringing in different lines. It's yeah, be I was great. super I was super pumped when, when Tommy was coming on. Man, when he when I heard he I was, was coming, so I was excited. like, this is great. I knew for you, you did. <laughs> <laughs> 
I agree. I agree. You want to talk to this gentleman? Absolutely. Yeah. Have All a right. seat. Thank you, brother. Thank, Thank you, brother. You. All right. Let I love get, your face. Uh, you too. <laughs> Have a sit down, sir. This will be a first. Somebody I've never met. Hi. Hi, how are you? Put those on. Can you hear me? You got me? Yes. How are you? Stephen O'Reilly. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What's your name? My name is Eddie Abraham. Eddie Abraham. So Jeff was just telling me that you've been a drummer in Louisville for a long time. Yeah. And you've known him since he was 16. What is he now, like 80? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeff's a fantastic player. So he is a wonderful player. Are you still active in the in the scene? Yeah, nice. uh, I do one nighters. Oh, very cool. And uh, used to do it for a living. Uh, years ago, I was on the road in a in a show band. Oh, really? It was uh, somewhat similar to somewhat similar to one uh, to the heavyweights, if you ever remember them here in Louisville. I'm not from Louisville, so a lot. I've been here. Um, this past February, I've been here 11 years, the longest I've lived anywhere in my life, actually. But okay. I, I did a lot of studying and a lot of, I had to learn a lot of stuff uh, of the history of Louisville, obviously working at Mom's because I've been here uh, pretty much the entire time I've been in Louisville. Uh, but I learned a lot of stuff through Marvin and Max and Mark and all the, the, yeah. the whole Maxwell clan. And then I met Jeff and a okay. bunch of other players. But there's still so many people that I don't know I've never even met. Oh, yeah. There, there are tons awesome. that I've never met. <laughs> there are. And you're from here. Yes. That's yes. really cool. Uh, I, I was on the road a while in, in the 70s. That's a long time ago, man. It, it was. I had um, I had Marvin on the show, and he was talking about uh, when he was doing, he was on the road in the 60s and the 70s. Yeah. And how it's so much, it was so much different then than it is now. Obviously, we know this, but sure. it was, from what I've gathered, I'm 43. Okay. Um, but from what I've gathered, is it, and I did the I did the, the touring thing in probably the mid '90s, late '90s. Okay. But even between then and now, and then from the '70s and now, what I've gathered is people used to love to do it, and now it's just kind of eh. Do you, have you noticed that? As far as younger players, it's it's a different look. It, it's all different. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, you're 43. Mm -hmm. I got drum sets older than you. Sweet. I'm telling you, several. <laughs> Um, but, uh, well, e even back then, there were different ways to go on the road. Right. Uh, I was in several groups that did it, and it was, it was different with, with, with every group. Right. Uh, if you were in a, a, a big band or something, you're, you're rooming with somebody else, and uh, you may play a series of one-nighters, or if you're lucky, it may be somewhere a week. Uh, it, it's... Boy, that's a whole different animal. Oh, for sure. Um, for me, uh, the groups that I was with, we were usually two or three weeks in, in one spot. We had our own room. We usually stayed in the hotel we were playing. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, our rooms were taken care of. I never had to pay for my room. Right. And so uh, it was a nice way to go. Oh, for we, sure. We had the world, the world by the tail. It was a great way to make a living. It was. It was. I loved it. But by the time I was with that one group for about three years, by the time I got off the road, I didn't know anyone in Louisville. <laughs> 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 you 
we were, for three years, we were on the road 46 weeks out of the year. Man, that's so crazy. It was, gosh, it was fun. Oh, absolutely. And, and I still keep in touch with most of those guys. Nice. So, uh, because no one else can appreciate what we did. I, I, I agree with that. And even though, and I'm not putting you on the spot, how old are you? 70. You do not look a day over 69. <laughs> well, I didn't used to be. <laughs> no, um, I, I was talking to Mar uh, Marvin about this, but he's, Marvin's 76, right? 75. Marvin, how old are you? How old are you now? 73 Monday. 73 Monday. Okay, I apparently can't do math. The reason that's important is because okay. you're 70. Yeah. I'm 43, so that's essentially two different generations. Right. Techn if you want to get real technical, it's three. But what I've noticed between your generation, my generation, and the new generation, the, the late teens, early 20-somethings, it's com three completely different mindsets, but your generation and my generation still appreciate what we do and we get what we do and we still love it. The new generation, and I say this as a teacher, not, not an old jaded person or anything like that. Okay. But... What I've noticed with the newer generation is they don't, anything that's old, so to speak, they think it's garbage. Do you, and I guess the reason I'm bringing it up, do you find that? Do you see that when you look at other players and just go, how do you not appreciate what we've done or what the past is or any of that stuff? Or am I just making that up? I think there's some of that. Uh, I, I don't really get to talk to a whole lot of younger drummers. Oh, uh, I got you. Well, you, you should know. change that. Come hang out yes, with me. Yes, I should. Come hang out with me anytime you want. I think that'd be great. <laughs> I'd like to do that. Uh, I don't know that many of the guys here. Right. Uh, maybe 15, 20 of them, maybe. Right. But, uh, gosh, there are a ton of guys here. There are a ton of guys here. Yeah. There's a lot of guys here. Uh, it's a good thing, though. Yeah. Marvin talked about John Roy. Mm -hmm. John Roy taught a very high percentage of the guys that are in this room. That's what uh, Dave Hoback was just telling me earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Just about everyone learned from him. He's still teaching. Really? He's living in Mount Washington, but he's, he's still teaching. That's so, crazy. Uh, look, uh, every musician I know, no matter what they play, all they want to do is play. Pretty much. It, it's, and uh, if, if you can't play with the guys you really want to play with, You'll play with the ones that maybe aren't as good or something like that. You'll want to keep playing. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's the name of the game. Absolutely. My wife tells me when I don't play, I'm a miserable human being. <laughs> I say, is it, is it just because I'm not playing? or <laughs> I, 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 pr I probably am, too. So uh, I, I'm not sure my wife really understands that, but she sees, the, she sees the way I light up when I get to play. Yes. They... I, I, I've tried to, my wife and I have been together 10 years, and I've, I've tried to explain it to her, and it, it never makes any sense unless you get it. Unless you do what we do, you just can't get it. That's right. I, I, and I've, I've been playing, I guess I've been playing about 30 years. I started a little bit later than I wanted to, but okay. in those 30 years, I've never found anybody that really gets it unless they play. They get close, they kind of understand it, but yeah. they don't really get it. That's true. I, I, I agree, totally. The, uh, no, you, you got to do it Absolutely. to understand it. Yeah, you, I, 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 w I think so. But I, I also think that it's kind of, you can equate that to anything that you're not into. Um, I sure. don't understand why people 
want to tear down a car and rebuild a car. And I love cars. I love hot rods and all that stuff. Yeah. I have no interest in working on them. But there's guys that wake up in the morning and that's all they want to do. I don't mm-hmm. get it. But I understand the principle because of what we do. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So exactly. I think it's I think it's cool that you can any any human being can find something they can gravitate towards mm-hmm. and just completely dive into and lose themselves into. I think that's cool, personally. I think that's important. I think it's important, too. You've got to find something that you're reasonably passionate about. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. You, can't, you can't just walk around all blown. No, no, no. I don't know. I call those potatoes. You can't be a potato. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I love to drive a car. I, I love to drive a stick. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, I want a car that'll go and stop and corner, and, and that's, that's wonderful. But I don't want to work on it. Oh, no. And no I don't no, know no. anything about it. Nope. Nope. So. I don't either. I want to put gas in it, and I want to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it. hopefully it's pretty. Yeah. So I, I consider myself a dinosaur in, in the kind of drums that I like and, and, and this kind of thing. So, well, I don't know. I don't know if you'd be a dinosaur. No, you're not one to me, but to the 20-somethings, you, I'm a dinosaur, well, which means you're ancient. I, uh, and that's kind of bad. Guarantee you. I, I still use sad. traditional grip. Do you really? Oh, yeah. I, I'm terrible at traditional grip. I never okay. learned it. I, I, I was self-taught for about 17 years, and then I went to music school. I didn't go to music school until I was 29. Okay. That's when I had my first lesson. So I had to yeah. unlearn a lot of bad habits, but you still use traditional. That's awesome. I do. Uh, I, uh, match grip was never comfortable for me. Right. And match grip messes up my right stick. Really? Because, well, I'm used to a certain slant on my drum set gotcha. and with match grip I can't use that slant no that makes sense that makes yeah. complete sense so uh, I do that I'm, I'm still using when, when I get my choice I'm still using Rogers drums they've been out of business since 1983 they have but was it didn't Marvin tell me they were coming back they are apparently coming somebody back. bought them out or uh, is re- resurrecting them or something yeah they're uh, I forget the name of who's got them I, I think they're I think they're Japanese, but I'm not sure. Gotcha. It's not Yamaha. It's uh, one of those companies. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. And they, they've come out with a Dynasonic. They've come out with a, a a a version of the old Rogers bass drum pedal. Oh, nice. And uh, supposedly it's an improvement. I haven't actually seen one in the flesh. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm still using the old pedal I have since 1966. You're, you're using the same pedal you've used since 1966? Pretty much. I've got seven of them now. That's, but it's, that's that, badass. That's I, just awesome. I just, <laughs> I like it, and it is different from any other pedal I've ever used. And uh, makes it difficult when I sit on someone else's set. because I, I can see that, yeah. And uh, someone sat it on my set at a party uh, a couple years ago. And he was back at a, a similar party last year, and he knew he was going to sit in. He brought his own bass drum pedal. Did he really? Yeah. That's cool. So, it's, well, it's, yeah. I don't know if it's cool or not, but I get um, – I'm. you haven't met me standing up. I've been sitting down since you've seen me. Okay. I'm not very tall. I'm 5'9 and a half. Um, That's about my height. Okay. I sit like I'm six foot five. I sit really, really high. high. Okay. I do. I sit really high, and everybody – Kind of. Uh oh, group pictures. Yeah. Um, whenever anybody kind of tries to sit in with me, 
they freak out because they can't play my rig because I sit so high. Sure. But it's the opposite with me. There's like Ryan Murphy, one of my dearest friends. I will not play his drums anymore because he sits on the floor. I can't do like I physically can't lower myself. Yeah. That it's but it's the reason I bring it up is because it's awesome that drummers and drums is such a personal instrument. Oh, it it's is. So I think it's one of the most amazing things about it because you can have. You can take fifty guys. You can take ten guys. Give them all the same exact gear, and, and you're going to get it up ten different ways. Ten different ways. Yeah. And the coolest part about that, when you add on top of it, that you can give them the same sheet of music, and it's going to get played ten different ways. That's True. what I think is amazing about drums. That's just me. Music is an art, not a science. Absolutely. And it's music is like food. It, it all depends upon what you like. I I agree with that as so, well. Yeah. I heard a wonderful band the other night. I heard Louisville Brass and Electric. I've heard of them, but I've yet to see and them because uh, I'm always gigging. It's hard I for was, me to go see bands. Yeah, I was knocked out. I nice. love them. And they, they played Chicago and that kind of stuff, which for me is, is something that I really like. Oh, yeah. And uh, the drummer, I think, was, uh, oh, I should know his name. It was, uh, I should never opened up this can of worms. <laughs> oh, no! But he's a good player. And and he played very well. Nice. But I'll I make a deal with it. you. Uh, when I get to editing this episode, I'll find that guy for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Very much. <laughs> it was uh, Thumper Bartlett. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. okay, okay. I got and, you. and he's a good player. Nice. But I would have played it a little bit differently than he did. Right. So. And that doesn't mean good or bad. That no, just means not different. That's right. There's nothing wrong with the word different. People think the word yeah. different is a bad word. That's not a bad word. It's a good word. Because it's an art, not a science. I, I agree. You know, two plus two equals four, but, you know, not in music, that no. can change. It can change at the drop of a quarter note. Yeah. Oh, you like ah, that? I like that. You like that? Yeah. Let's drop a quarter note. We're going to change this. Awesome. <laughs> well, man, thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Nice talking with you. Nice talking to you. these uh, drummers that I haven't seen for uh, ever. I know. There's there's people in this room that know me, and I have no idea who they are. Yep. Which is, uh, can be considered cool, or can be considered that I'm a hermit asshole. I'm not real sure. <laughs> it's, it, 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 that, yeah, that's hard to say. It, it is. It's hard to say. It, it's it, very it's, hard to say. Either way, it, it, but at least they know you. That's, that's kind of how I look at it, is, is somebody knows who... It's 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 nice for someone to, to know who you are, recognize who you are. Very, that is. And very, that's very nice. True. Whether they whether they have an opinion of you or not, it's like, hey, well, at least somebody knows who I am, and that's what you know. Obviously, it's, as a musician, that's a great thing. That is a. Great it's a really thing. great thing, especially it, it if it's is. another drummer, because then somebody's been talking about you. They could be talking shit about you, but they're talking about you. There's a few that talk shit about me. I've caught them. <laughs> uh, I don't care if somebody talks shit about me. Uh, I don't. I don't care either. But one of my favorite stories, I th and I don't know if I've even ever told you this story. Um, it's really quick. I would. I guess I was in town a year, maybe two. I was still with Heaven Hill, and this guy was talking to me at Phoenix Hill one night, uh, and he started saying something about this new drummer that moved to town about a year ago. And this guy's an asshole, and he's flashy, and da 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 da. And he goes on and on, and just throwing me under the bus yeah. to me. Yeah. Has no idea who I am. And he gets done, and I said, oh, that's cool, man. I'll keep an eye out for him. And I stuck my hand out, and I said, how you doing? Stephen O'Reilly. And he went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's a good one. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. I was like, yeah, dude, seriously? Yeah. Just, you gotta watch what yeah, you say. You gotta be careful. Just you gotta be, know who you're talking yeah, to. Be a little careful. Yeah, you just need to. <laughs> so how's things with you? How's life? Life you is You look great, by the way. Uh, thank you. You did. I'm 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 uh, focused on uh, uh, on my health very much. And uh, but everything in my life is wonderful. Nice. My family's wonderful. My band is really great. My business is doing good. Uh, I get to see my mom and dad quite a bit now, so that's aw- always awesome. I uh, see them way more than you. Yeah, I know you do. And there, and so <laughs> life is really good. You know what I mean? Nice. I, I I don't know. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know right now how things could be any better for me. That's, and, I, and I hate to, I'm not gloating, but it's just, I'm just very. Hey, man, it is what it is. It, it's, I'm just very blessed to be. It, it is what it is. What it is. Man. I mean, you, you have shitty communication skills. Ah, well, that, that's true. I, I do promise to text you or call you and I don't follow through. No, and if I had a feeling it would be hurt. Well, I'll see if I can take care of that. You want to get a, schedule something for this next week, right oh, now? Nope. nope. Come on now. Nope. I got my phone out. I don't care. Nope. Shit. I was just trying to see if you would right, give uh, me a feeling. Okay. I, I love you. Will you hold my hand? Yeah, of course. Both. <laughs> Both hands. And now I'll where, snuggle. Uh, inside or outside? <laughs> I'm staying away from that one. Where are you? Uh, where is your? Where is the Crashers' next public show? Uh, You're playing tonight, correct? Uh, we're playing a wedding tonight, um, and then next weekend we're playing an afternoon gig at the Harley Davidson shop off of Blank and Baker during the day, and then we play a wedding that night. So we're doing a, a three-hour gig during the afternoon. Ugh. We'll have about an hour and a half to two hours off, that's and then we then we go to a wedding, and it's going to be a, a big wedding, like 400, 500 people wedding nice. outside uh, at Hermitage Farm. So it'll so be kind of close. you're playing two outdoor shows next week. Two outdoor shows on a Saturday, nothing on Friday, which is awesome because I go on date night with my wife. Yes. That is a good and, thing. Uh, and, then, and, yeah, and then Saturday uh, we're doing two gigs, and then we're off on Sunday. Very cool. So yeah, but so and then and then from there it's um, we're doing the the third of July at uh, New Albany gotcha. Riverfront. That's always a big show. There's seven or eight thousand people there. Right. That's uh, that. Is that that amphitheater? Yeah. Okay. Right on, right next to the bridge in yep. New Albany. That one's on the third. Then uh, I don't know. There's two. We got. Well, there's a lot of public dates. We, we just so rescheduled doing, the River Stage. So you're doing a few more. It seems like to me you're doing a few more public dates this year than last year. Maybe we're doing. Yeah, this year uh, weddings are a little f- fewer than they were. We're doing more public dates, and we're doing a lot of dates out of out of like in Owensboro. Oh, I got uh, you. Rushville, Indiana, Cincinnati, uh, Evansville. We're playing a lot of uh, like fairs and that kind of thing that we would normally play here. It's like Sellersburg celebrates. We're not doing this year. Gotcha. There's a couple of bigger events that we used to do that we're not doing this year. We took a year off. Gotcha. Uh, and that was both both parties. We just decided, hey, maybe we maybe we need to take a take a break. Take, yeah, take a take time off on this. And you guys need to maybe get somebody else to do your event, and then we'll we'll come back maybe next year if you guys right. want us. And we're doing some traveling. We're going to. Uh, Going to Colorado, playing in Colorado Springs for uh, three nights for Papa John's. Oh, nice! And uh, and we're all kind of going out early 
we come back and we fly back and play the river stage on September 1st. So it's the last week of August. And, gotcha. And we're doing another fly date somewhere else too this year. And I, I don't remember. We, but we're, we've, we've been getting a lot of that kind of thing going on. Nice. Playing a couple nights, maybe playing a couple nights at the fair. Really? Maybe a couple nights. They, we, they want us for one night, then they call back and want us for two nights. So we're in the you, negotiation phase. You've never done the fair, have you? We did it two two years ago. We played one night two years ago. Got you. It was like a Thursday or a Wednesday. Right. I haven't done the fair since I was in Tark Bus, so that mm. was probably six years ago. Yeah, it's it, it's years, six, I, when I went in the in the eighties and nineties. I played. I was played in the eighties. I played in the band that played every single day at the fair. Ooh. Like. And it was 11 days straight. And I played a gig with them 11 days at the fair and then three weeks at the Toy Tiger straight. Oy. 21 days. So it was that. That's brutal. It was 11, and then we did 21, three weeks in a row at the Toy Tiger every night. I've done, ele- I've done 10 of the 11 days. Yeah. I-, I did that. Uh, doesn't matter what year it was. It was with Tark Bus, but we did like 10 days straight. It's brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> it's so hot. I can't believe you did that dirt. in three weeks at Toy yeah. Tiger. Oh, yeah. I did it. Yeah. yeah. And I, you must know I love you because I let you say the Toy Tiger on my show. The Toy Tiger. The Toy Tiger. I, uh, I'm not from here, so I don't mind saying it. I, let it go, people. It's gone. Yeah. I, I, it's, I, a, it's a fucking Thornton's. Let it go. <laughs> it's gone. Okay. Just saying it's gone. It was. A, it, look it at was, this guy. It was a good time. Look oh, at, shit. Look at, oh, shit. I, he's trying to. He's poking something at me. I, I, and that's it, really it, it didn't scary. Look, yeah. No, that was Brad. Brad Canada. Brad. I was going to call him Canada just because it's funny. He, <laughs> I remember when he moved here, uh, and he. I finished a gig and left a gig, and he took the gig after that. And so uh, it, we had some interesting stories. Nice. The two of us. And uh, and since then uh, we've been uh, friends forever. So he's a great dude. He um, he grabbed my leg one night, probably eight years ago. I was uh, playing Gaslight Festival. In my you you've seen me the way I sit. Mm-hmm. I sit real far back from my rig, but the way the stage was, I was almost to the edge. Literally, there's one almost to the edge, and he can't. Somebody grabbed my leg, and I'm freaking out. And I look down, and it's him. And he goes, "You don't know who I am, do you?" And I went, "Yeah, don't grab my leg. I will fall on you, and it will suck." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you my Brad Kennedy story. I was playing at the Air Devils Inn with Steve Ferguson. Steve has no idea who Brad is. Right. We're playing. All the other guys, Bob Ramsey, all the other guys in the band, Pat Lentz, they all knew Brad very well. Right. So I see Brad come in, and he's having a good time. He gets up on the stage in front of me and pulls his pants down (laughs) and is dancing uh, front nude in front of the drum set while I'm playing. <laughs> and Steve Ferguson has no idea who he is. And he's standing there looking like, what is, go- what is going on? Yeah, that's just one bread. I've got a, so many bread, like stories. I'm just going to. I've seen him do things <laughs> that no one else has ever done. Ever in my life on stage. Ever. <laughs> He's a he's a legend. <laughs> I, I'll go with that. He's a legend. <laughs> Legends of the of the phallus. <laughs> the phallus. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you. what's going on face. with you? Nothing. 
Yeah. Nothing. I'm just, uh, I'm just teaching a, and loving and I'm a loser, man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no. yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've got it. Well, it's summer and you know, you, you know how it is when summer gets here, your, your students disappear. Yeah. They're like ghosts. Yeah. It's bizarre. Um, but I'm used to it. I prepare for it. So yeah, I'm just teaching. Uh, I've got a couple projects I'm working on that nobody knows about yet. Uh, gas money's trucking along. Yeah. Uh, I'm married to a, a, a hot, crazy woman. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm coming up on a year. Uh, which is that's hard to believe. It is, but you know the, what the what the weird part about it is? We've been together a decade. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, well, we've been married a year. Yeah, but I've been di- we've been with her for what? Yeah, yeah. It's it's bizarre to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because somebody was somebody texted me the other day and they said, "Oh, your your one year anniversary is coming up." I didn't I legitimately had no clue what they were talking about. I said, "What are you talking about? Your wedding anniversary?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." I'm thinking September because September is when our we- what we've always yeah, considered yeah, our yeah, anniversary yeah, yeah. when we started yeah. dating 10 years ago. It's oh, awesome. So, well, I'm it, happy it, for you. It is. It's cool, but it's still kind of weird. And then there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you got to get one of these. Oh, no, 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 no. I've got, got some. You get some. I've got three of those. They're the best things ever. I've got three of those. Yeah. I just, I wear this. You switch that one out. Yeah. Yeah. I wear this normal days and then I, I switch that one out when yeah, I do it. Yeah. I, I, I've gotten so used to it. I, 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 the white one I wear all the time. I have black. I have like 10 different colors because they're so cheap. Yeah. And so, but but the white one I wear most of the time, and, you know, because I want. We I gotta want, run in. We gotta run in. I love you, brother. Where are you going? Where are you going? I love you. Love you both. I love you too. I'll see you. Bye. You're a badass. That was Jeff Jarbo who did a run in. Who did yeah. sit down earlier? Who's been my? He's been my friend since I was a kid, and and uh, and one of my mentors. I need to so hire him. Mentors here. I need to hire him for my freaking publicist. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of mentors. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. What what do you need? You still owe me seven ah, lessons. Dear. <laughs> you know and it's and it, what, what's so interesting about it is, is that I could actually just come here and give them to you at the store. Like there's a set set up, <laughs> and I'm just a loser. No, you're not. But now it's just become loser. funny to yes, me. Yes, when that was. God, that had to be ten years ago. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. It wasn't quite that long. It's eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. You. Really fast story. I've never had a birthday party. Mm -hmm. And when Stacy and I started dating, she goes, oh, my God, I'm going to throw you a birthday party. She's been on the show. Everybody knows she doesn't talk like that, but that's how I make fun of her. But she threw me a birthday party. And I was like, oh, God, all right, fine. Don't ever do that again. Mm -hmm. You came, Mm -hmm. and your gift to me was eight lessons. Eight drum lessons. And you've given me One. One. And it's a shuffle. That's the that's the thing. Which I still elusive, do it. The yeah. elusive shuffle that you want you want to. Well, uh, it's it's your version of the shuffle. Not that there's anything right or wrong about it, uh-huh. but because you're left-handed yeah. and you play a right-handed kit. Yeah. Kit. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I'm right-handed, extremely right-handed, so my left hand kind of blows. Mm. So you were giving me your the well, way that you train for a shuffle. Yeah. It, to strengthen my left hand. And and uh, I had a, I had this conversation with Dave Beck. Who's also another one of my mentors? Dave uh, was asking me about the shuffle as well. He was asking right. about Dad shuffle, and I was trying to explain to him about the space in between the notes and how important that is compared to the note itself. And and really, that's kind of it, it's more complicated sounding than what it needs to be. But right. but 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 if you don't give the time to the notes in between the notes, you know this. Oh, yeah. every, every musician should know that the notes in between. The space in between the notes are just as important as the note itself. Absolutely. And, and so, so that that's really kind of what you have to know. This is really bad reference, but it just popped in my head. Yes. Dave Matthews has a song called "Space Between." 
See, it's kind go. of important. Yes. Because <laughs> it, it's also the space between words, too. It is. I teach my students space is very important. It, you know that. I absolutely know what that <laughs> means. <laughs> that, uh, that rhythmically, I don't know what that was, but it was I, I don't either. That was too much <laughs> space. <laughs> It sounds like that we've been smoking something, possibly. <laughs> sounds like we're trying to do a bad impression <laughs> of... Or we're unable <laughs> to put a sentence together, which I do with my wife. Christopher <laughs> Walken. <laughs> It's, that's what it's like. Sometimes. That's the way he talks. I'll he say talks two like or three that. things, and then I'll be like, "I won't say anything." <laughs> and they're like, "Are you going to finish?" Or well, it, I, I, my wife does the same thing to me. It's it it's is fine. what it is. All right, I love your face. I'm not going to keep you anymore. Thank you. High five in a microphone. Yeah, man. That was See a good brother. one. Actually, that was a good one. All right, man. I right, love you. you. Bye. Love you too. I and I have so many freaking. I have so many coffee cups in retarded. Yes. This one is. Um, it's Bubba. See? It is Bubba. No, no, no. I was going to say it's old. I've had this one for a while. You can see where it's all. That's awesome. Anyway. You don't wash those, right? You just rinse them out. Oh, yeah. Wash them, you ruin them. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't wash anything. I, I like dirt. What up, bro? Nothing. How are you? I'm good. How's things? How's life? Oh, oh, it is a microphone. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Well, you know, as drummers, you know, these dirk, are strange things dirk, dirk. unless they're on our drums. Yeah, well, yeah, and then we try really hard not to hit them. Yeah. Uh, unless Good you're me, and that. then you just kind of, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> That's what screens are for. Y- yes, that is what screens are for. I am sitting here with the fabulous Rex Owen. Is it Howdy. Owens with an S or no Owen? S, man. No S, I don't know why I can never remember that. I can't remember anything. Uh, but that, everybody good, drops the N off my name. It's actually Steven, but everybody calls me Steve. I there just stopped go. correcting him. All good, man. Everybody puts an S on it for whatever reason. I Never think it's because it's that. common. Yeah, and I think no, it's, I mean, it's also common that most people with the name Steven will drop the N off and just say Steve. I did when I was a kid. I thought it was cool. Yo, Steve-o. Yeah, I get that too. <laughs> At least I'm better looking than that guy. Um, exactly. So you are now... The drummer for Mary Mary, correct? Yeah, man. How's yeah. that gig going? It's been going great. Nice. It's been going great. No. Those guys have been friends of mine forever. Well, I know you and Carl have been friends for a long time because you were in Strumbeat. Yeah, we're still playing sort of. Yeah, you don't do a whole lot anymore. No, we usually do Hubers in the fall. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That band was a lot of fun. I was in that band for a long time. I know, man. It's a good place. It was, a, it was awesome. Thanks for quitting. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no, I think I think I've been with those guys seven or eight years now. Yeah, it's been a minute because I think I left them. Yeah, most people know the story, so I'm not going to bore anybody with the details. But I, I was in probably six or seven. Literally, literally, there's two. I was six or seven bands at the time. Strumbeat was one of them, and I got the call for a Tark Bus, and I kind of did the money math, and I went, I can yeah. drop everything and just do one. But yeah, I'm going to do that. So that's what I did. It was just money. It was pure business. Um, and so then you or Hoback has the record for how many bands are in the same time? Uh, Hoback, <laughs> he's a much bigger whore than I am because he doesn't have a, a, the traditional day gig. Yeah. At least I don't think he does. He might have one by now. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 
Because I go through spurts. I'll work for a while, and then I won't work for a while because I get too busy with music. He was working as an electrician for a while. I ran into him on a job, but... Um he wasn't working real hard. <laughs> love you, Dave. I don't love you. You're an asshole. No, I'm just kidding. He was actually my first guest on um, my first hang on my first show. Oh, cool, man. Uh, my first hang show. I did. Uh, I think I did two. Th- I don't remember now. It's been six months. I've been. I think I did three solo shows, and then he was my first hang. Cool. It was. It was interesting. He's a good dude. I haven't known him that long. Maybe a little over a year. I yeah. just met him. Yeah. Good dude, good dude. So well, a lot of these people in this room, you know, you don't know probably just because you've not from here. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of a lot of love in this room, man. I'm not well, there was. They're all gone now. Let's <laughs> let's just. I'm not gonna bullshit you. There's only like five yeah, dudes man. left. Yeah. Well, Johnny Roy's still here though. He's a legend. I've I've heard of of him. I've never met him. Oh my god! You know, you should meet him while he's still here, man. He's amazing. I probably he's should. got stories, man. You can't imagine what he did. You know, he used to play for like. Uh, WHAS Crusade for Children. He's played in big bands with some big. Was it Stan Getz? I can't remember. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, Jarbo. He's got some amazing stories though. Jarbo introduced me to a guy named Rick Mattingly. Oh yeah. Who was, was an a, editor for Modern Drummer yeah, for a while? Yeah, yeah he's, yeah. he's he left too. Uh, no, he left. Yeah. Yeah. He works at Saint X now. My uh, altimeter. I don't know what that means. Yeah, nothing. I, I'm it's a, a I'm a thing. I'm a three-time high school dropout dog. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I barely made it through Saint X. I can tell you that. No, that that is interesting about Louisville. I was talking to somebody. The true story. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, Louisville, Louisville dudes, especially chicks, yeah, but dudes especially, y'all have your. You're like locked into high school. Doesn't yeah, it's matter not college. What, it's like where'd you go to school? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, I went to Auburn or it, I went to UK. It's right like here, it's like high school. Yeah, it doesn't, and it doesn't I'll matter what age that. you guys are. I noticed that I've been here a couple of weeks. People, what, what high school did you go to? I'm not from here. It doesn't matter what high school did you go to, dude. I'm not from here. What does it matter? You're not. You've never heard of the school I went to. It's. I find that very interesting. Why is that? Can you explain that to me? No, I can't. Okay. Uh, maybe because good, it's good. Kentucky and there's not too many people <laughs> that want a higher education. Uh, I don't know. Well, St. X is a good school. I good just, talk, Russ. Thanks for answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for me, man. I was all into drums, man. Nice. I actually got turned on to drums on St. X, actually, weirdly. Because they're all, you know, they're into trying to get you to be doctors and lawyers. And here I was, you know, end up a drummer and a hardwood floor guy. Yeah, but I've you seen know. your work, though. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that because you're sitting in front of me. I've told you this yeah. way off the yeah. microphone. You're doing very, very good work. Thanks, man. Are you still Thanks. building drums? Yeah, I am, actually. But uh, it's on the sideline just for now just because the hardwood flooring business has been so busy. Nice. But soon, man, I'll fire it back up. Very cool. I love doing that, man. It's so I, much uh, fun. You're never going to make any money doing it because so many people are doing it. But well, It's not like I'm making any money doing know, this. I made one for Jarbo, um, Jeff. His is really cool, Purple Heart. Have you seen that one? I don't think I've seen that one. I saw the last one I saw in person was a couple of years ago, but I know you made one for. Don't tell me. It's either Thomas Lang or Marco made one, correct? Marco. Marco. Marco yeah. See, I knew it was one of those. Yeah, I just lucked into that. That was kind of strange. Yeah, well, you play. I think you sat in with Strumbeat and played on one. I think I Probably did too. Probably on Mababinga. I still have that one. That's well, my baby. And I remember that. Um, <clears throat> there was one gig I went to, one strumbeat gig, and and you had that uh, kind of that aqua blue ish. Bad description of the color, but it's most people will get it. The aqua blue Tama kit. Yeah, that's my favorite. And 
I remember looking at the toms going, what the fuck is, <laughs> what? And you go, oh, I cut those. And I went, what? That's when I figured out that you know how to do all that shit. You, yeah, I cut them into hyper toms, essentially. Yeah. and you Just re- so they sit flat. Because I'm a short gauges. guy. You know, I'm not, you know, tall or something. You're taller than yeah. I am. No, I'm not, am I? Yeah. Oh, well. But see, I'm the, I'm the weirdo that sits like I'm six foot five. <laughs> I don't think you've ever sat behind my rig. I sit really, no, no, really no. high. Like my throne. That's very you, uncomfortable for me. I Maybe sit, your lo- legs are longer. I don't. I, don't I, I think it has the the higher I started going, the more I realized it hurt my back less. When I was sitting low, it really put pressure on the bottom of my spine. No, no, no. And it That's true. Sucked. Which is why to this day I will not sit on Ryan Murphy's kit. I can't play his rig. Um. I did the same thing. I raised it over the years, and it's it's definitely better. But um, I know. Do you know Matt Thompson? I know the name. Uh, he's a drummer around town. Just a fantastic drummer. Um, oh my God, he sits basically on the floor. I don't see how he does it. I, it's the and way he's Ryan a monster. Is. He's a monster. He's one of my favorite local drummers, for sure. Nice. Right, so I have to a check groove him out. Meister, man. Just a groove meister. I have to check him out for sure. Yeah, and a great um, guy too. Yeah, there's. It, it's crazy. I was telling. Um, I've had a few people on so far, and I don't remember who I was telling, but it. it it's kind of cool that the music history in Louisville is, I hate to use the word sacred, but it's its held in kind of a high regard. People still appreciate it. Whereas in a lot of other cities I've lived, they're yeah. like, eh, yeah. fuck it, that shit's over. It, it happened. It's gone. But people still appreciate the, the history of Louisville musicians. Yeah, I've And there's a lot of dudes right. I've never met. Like I was talking about it earlier today, um, before I even started recording, there was probably... You say there was 50 guys in this room this morning? Oh, yeah, close to it. There had to be at least 50. Now there's like seven of us left. But there was probably, out of those 50 guys, I think I knew 10 of them. So there's probably 40 dudes I didn't know. I I, I probably knew knew most of them. Right. I met a lot of them today. Usually the ones I don't know are like jazz drummers. (laughs) 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 Well, I, I mean, I've got the same thing going on. A lot of the, it's always been that way. There's going to be the guys that are going to go to, I hate to say, to their genre. Well, sure, But sure. the jazz guys stay with the jazz guys, and the rock players stay with the rock players. Yeah, mostly, yeah, which is unfortunate, actually. There's some I amazing think jazz drummers in town. Um, just, you know, Paul Culligan's great. Oh, yeah. Ray Rizzo, Ray Rizzo. Have you seen Ray play? You know, I've heard oh that God. name since I've, since I've been here, and I've never seen him play yeah. and never met him. But I've heard he's phenomenal. Yeah, if you catch the Java Men with Todd Hildreth, mm-hmm. those guys are monster musicians. Man. Nice. It's just mo- and Craig Craig Wagner playing guitar. Wow. I know yeah. that name. I oh think I've gosh. met Craig before. Yeah, they they're playing with um the Carly Johnson band now. Hey. Yeah, with Mike Hyman on drums, who's another monster. I don't know Mike very well. I've met him a few times. I think I, that name sounds familiar. I think I've met him once. But he's now see. There's a guy that he's mostly just hangs with the jazz. I never met him until recently, just because I saw him. Uh, actually, the first time I saw him play, he was playing with the guy that um, did the last David Bowie album, the saxophonist. Very cool. Yeah, and very he cool. played at um, the Clifton Center, man, and and the band was Mike and Craig and. Uh, I can't remember who else, but uh, oh, they smoked, man! Just reading music, you know, that's crazy. Right. That shit blows me away. Yeah, I um, I saw um, oh, I'm having a fucking brain fart. Corey Smith. Corey Smith's a singer-songwriter from Atlanta. Actually, I think he's from Athens, but he's from Atlanta. And 
I knew about him when I started dating my now wife, Stacy. You know Stacy. Yeah, We've been yeah, together forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, she turned me on to him, but he came to Mercury Ballroom three or four months ago. And he had this young, young, young drummer. This guy couldn't have been, he could not have been a day over 25. Wow. Dude, I'm, but point I'm getting at, he not only did he have a iPad in front of his rig, he was reading music, he had traditional charts on a music stand next to his iPad. So it was awesome because I'm over so there going. So if it went down. Yeah, if something, <laughs> if something happened. Well, he was going be- between both. Wow. So it was cool. But the, the point I'm getting at is it was, it was cool to see in a rock club yeah, a, a dude yeah. who's actually reading charts and stuff versus because you only usually see it, like you said, like in a Clifton Center or something like that yeah, or the, yeah. the jazz catch or the, the old school guys were are reading charts. But no, this dude was rocking out. I've and he seen was doing that. All I've seen stuff. that before. Have it, you ever heard of Brother Kane? Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I have not seen him, but I've heard Brother of him. Brother Kane is a, just a Nashville legend now, just does all the studio stuff. But he, he played down in Kentucky. I went down with uh, Carl, actually, and Glenn right. Rigsby. And watched uh, him play, and he had a drummer. He wasn't young, but he was an older guy. But um, he he was reading the whole time. But I mean, nice. But not only was he reading. I mean, it it felt like they played together for years and years. I mean, right. he was just one of those that just could sit in there and just. He's one I of those guys. Amazed. Yeah, he's amazed. one of those guys. It's it sounds like one of those guys. You look at him and you just go, "I fucking hate you" because you're so good. Like if any Cal, you quit. Know, you oh yeah, down and just. <sighs> yeah, I just I hate all of you. I'm just I'm yeah. done with every, I hate all of you. Yeah. No, I get it. There there's there's a lot of bands and, and musicians I've seen like that. Yeah. Like I hate watching you play. <laughs> You're so good. But there's a think, lot of good players. There's man. a lot of good players in town. There's a shit ton of them. And you know, um not to change the subject a little bit, but um you can do Tom, Tommy you Tommy and I had to talk about this a long time ago. Why why it seems like the the kids are so good nowadays. But they did we you know, we had to take records and slow them down. Oh, yeah. Now they just go on YouTube and there's 10 people telling you how to do it. You know? It's a, it's. I, I know. It's amazing. Literally at your fingertips. I know. Um, and that's why some there's so many monsters now. But, I, but There are. On the other hand, too, there's a lot of guys that play in their basement are amazing. But then when they get together in a band, they're clueless because the, they, don't, they haven't had that interaction that we always had to have. Right. I think you it's... I, I say this at least once an episode. I think technology is the greatest worst thing ever. Uh, exactly. Because of exactly what you said, there's so many monsters because everything's at their fingertips. But because everything's at their fingertips, they don't have to work as hard. So you kind of get the lazy side of it too. Going, well, I can just fucking look at it. I've on YouTube. And there's a lot, yeah. And there's a lot of drum stars. Like you know, you go on Drumio or whatever, which I think is fantastic. I think Drumio is awesome. It I is, love it. It is awesome. Um, but there's like they're just drum stars. They've never played with anybody, and it's really right. cool. And the, the music's kind of now there is one. Well, that, yeah, now there is one I'm super into, and not because she's a chick. She's just that damn good because she writes everything. She I think I know who you're gonna say. She produces everything. Anika Niles. Yep. Yeah. She's. Oh the, my. Yeah, she's God. Great. She's amazing. Yeah. Somebody forwarded me one of her videos and I went, okay, that's she's German, right? I think she's either, either German or Swedish. I can't remember. Yeah. Benny um, Grab too. Oh yeah, he's another one. But somebody, the coolest thing I liked about her stuff. Um, Besides the fact that she's a monster damn she drummer, is, she is. She, she is. writes all that music, all the stuff that she's doing. She writes yeah, all of it, yeah. and then she puts it all in whatever program she uses, 
and then she gets she hires the guys to play them, and then she puts out the videos. So yeah. she's doing everything. That's awesome. And that's what makes it so badass. No, she's and she's young too. No, she's like no. 27, 26. Yeah. To yeah. me, that's young. I'm she's got a old. nice drumio hour. She that thing she that. did on the five strokes. Uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, she did a, a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, she did. That was a yeah. really good video. She broke a lot of stuff down, and some yeah. of her practice techniques are cool. Yeah, that chick's phenomenal. No, but Benny Grebs awesome. the same way. He, um, I think I want to say I met him. Did I meet him or did I meet? Uh, no, I met Johnny Rab. Johnny Rab did a clinic. Yeah, here. yeah, I met him here. I was here. Were you? Here? Yeah, I was yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably didn't know each other at that point because that was a uh, while ago. It was a yeah, long I think time ago. I think I just met you. I have a shitty and, memory. Uh, <laughs> Everybody knows that. I do, dude. I have a shitty yeah, memory. Yeah, it's all good. It was right in here in this room, I think, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think his clinic or was the, here. The next one. Um, no, that was that was cool. Yeah, because the Benny Greb was in here. Jim Riley was in the other room. I didn't see Benny here. I ne- I've never seen him, but um, I found out he was like in Lexington at like six o'clock at night. I just gotten off work, and I was like, "Oh shit, do I have time?" And then, he would have probably been wrapping up by the time I got there, and I was so pissed off because I really wanted to see him. <laughs> no, he he was awesome. He did a really, really cool um, thing. Uh, He's fun to watch play. He is. He he has a – just the way he moves, and it's amazing. That guy's special. He's he is. Special. But I, I, what I was going to say is I like that you called it Drum Stars because, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you know Phil Bright, right? Sound of course guy. I do, yeah. Okay. Well, Phil and I go back 25 years. Yeah. Phil Phil and I have this running joke. Fuck you, Phil. Phil and I have this running <laughs> joke about uh, I I am not a fan of Marco Miniman. I'm not a fan of yeah. Thomas Lang. I'm not a fan of any of those guys. Now, because you're a drummer, you will understand this. Those guys do not suck. No. I will no, never no, be as good no, as those guys. No. I just don't like them. They don't do anything for me, and they uh, annoy the shit out of me. There's, there's plenty of drummers that I acknowledge... I'll be honest with you, and I know the drummers out there that are listening to it are going to bang me over the head for this. As much, I think he's probably the greatest drummer right now, but Finney Caliuta, I'm a Weckle guy. I, I'll, I'm I'll not take a Weckle, Weckle guy. I'll take Weckle <laughs> over Vinny any time. Just, I, he just doesn't seem to be as tasteful, but uh, I know. Sorry, guys. Um, That's but, okay. But, you know, I'm not but, a... but I'll acknowledge that the guy is just... Oh, for sure. I, I, I have no clue on somebody like that. Well, I think that I think a lot of people take they take it if you don't like somebody, they take it as you think they suck. No, John Bonham did not suck. I do not like John Bonham. Oh, he was one of my heroes. Probably, uh, and probably that's him, cool. Peart and uh, Stuart Copeland were the reasons I played drums. See, yeah. and I don't I don't like Peart either. Again, I'll never be I, that I good. Can see, I can see where somebody wouldn't like him, honestly. And a lot of people don't. A lot of drummers don't. But Well, a lot of my drummer buddies give me shit. But I'm a shit. Rush fan, too. I right. Think. If you weren't a Rush fan, sometimes. A lot of my drummer buddies give me shit because I like Mike Portnoy, but I don't like Neil Peart. <laughs> now, see, I'm, I'm not crazy about Portnoy. <laughs> right. But you know what I've noticed? I would take Marco over Portnoy any day. <sighs> Yeah, I know. We'll have to disagree. On that. No, 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 and that's fine. But you know what I've noticed with the with the Peart and the Portnoy thing? Yeah. There's usually one or the other with drummers. There's not usually. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love both for this reason. It's usually, eh, I take this one or I take that one. Well, they're they're buddies evidently now. But I actually went to dinner with Portnoy with Max when um, I taught here for like two seconds. I'm a terrible <laughs> I'm a terrible teacher, but but I, but. I, I'm a ch- yeah. I decent. went to dinner with him and uh, oh, nice. Yeah, and he was talking. Evidently, Peart just dogged them. They did oh. some kind of a tribute band to Rush, and he they called did. them all bar band musicians. Oh yeah. And Portnoy was real. 
he wasn't real happy well about you that. can say what you want about billy sheehan yeah he's yeah. a bar star oh yeah you know, well, but bar star. I like yeah, that name. Sorry. That's a great name. <laughs> thanks for thanks for the shameless plug. Oh. Um, no, it, it it is pretty shitty. Pay when me you, later. Yeah, I will. It is pretty shitty when you call those guys that all oh, went to Berkeley. Yeah, they're they're bar bands. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. dude, you're an elitist fucking prick. No, but he's. I think he's come around. You know, when you lose your whole family, it tends to ground you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that. Uh, and I think any of us that do what we do, we're, we're all guilty of it. You get to a certain level, you get you get shitty. You turn into an ass. You can without I've, realizing it. Had those Absolutely. Moments. I was a lot worse when I was younger. I'm sure there was a lot of people who thought I was a little shit. Oh yeah. Well, I, I wasn't mean, near as good as I thought I was. None of us ever were. <laughs> none of us ever are. Well, that's true. I, I mean, I don't think You're so. You're three times as good in the practice room as you are live. You know, that's what I tell people. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? I'm ten times as good exactly. as in the practice room because I don't have a practice room. <laughs> I'm building one. I'm trying to. Sweet. I'm coming to your house. There we go. <laughs> in a soundproof, you can play till. You can have like the 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. Ooh, very cool. <laughs> yeah, when I'm sleeping, thanks, asshole. What are these? I'm just kidding. A musician. Come on. So, uh, when's your when's your next show? Oh, good, good question. Um, I think we're doing that benefit for uh, for Lacey. Mm. Um, isn't that um, that's a sh- that's a shitty deal. Um, yeah, yeah. And she's really I, not. I don't know her really well. I can't but She's always deal. been really nice to me. Yeah, she, I, I know Jim, the drummer, a little bit. I did some work for him, hardwood work, um, a while back. Right. No, we did a show um, with them on Fourth Street. I, I don't remember when. It was sometime last summer. And they were really, really cool. I'd never met the them killer before. Killer Lips. Killer Lips, yep. Yeah. I'd never met them before. Really cool people, and, and that just sucks. That's unfortunate. Well, you know, that's you, you mentioned earlier about um, all the musicians in town, and uh, it's pretty amazing how they all stick together and help each other out. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, th- when Kevin died and when, mm-hmm. he was go- when he was sick, it's all pretty touching, man. You know? Oh, absolutely. And it it's just, um, <laughs> like... The first people that people reach out to are musicians, I guess, because we're empathetic or whatever. So they're like, oh, they'll help out, which well, is great. It, you know? it is great. I think it's funny, though, because there's and people that don't talk about this are just lame. There's guys in town. We don't like each other. We just don't. Yeah. Straight up, I admit it. There's a shit ton of guys that don't like me. But when something goes down, like a Kev Fest or like this thing for Lacey, we're all we'll all put all that shit aside. And we'll True. go do what we need True. to do. That's the point I'm getting at. Not, I'm not making this about me. People don't like me. I'm just, I, I know this for a fact. But when we do shit like that, like when I was doing KevFest, I didn't play last year. Uh, I was stage managing outside, which doesn't mean anything other than making sure everything runs on time yeah, and yeah, get yeah. the bands what they need and all that stuff. And, I mean, there was guys that I know genuinely didn't like me. We were all cool. Everything, yeah, hey, what yeah. do you need? What do you need? Let's do this. Let's do this. Because it wasn't about us. And I think that's, what I'm, the point I'm making is I think that's, part of what makes this scene so cool is we can all put our ego aside for certain things for sure you know what i'm saying and for better or worse i think facebook has helped on that too because i mean seriously you know i think so too um there's people that i know through facebook that i never would have almost met otherwise you know absolutely and then then i finally do get to meet them and i was like oh i like them you know yeah no there is Um, that there is that for sure i agree um, with that and you can stay in touch and all that um that's changed the whole thing too. I think the dynamic. I think like I so said, too. For better or worse, uh, worse in some ways. <laughs> worse, worse in plenty ways. Three things I don't talk about on my show: uh, politics, religion, and sports. Uh, no, there. Sports. What's that? Oh, that's right. The 
the ball thing. Oh, I forgot. You're not you're not a sports guy. No, either. no. High five in no. a microphone. Oh, that was I'm, lame. Give me another one. I'm music, music, music. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Like, uh, All my no. friends are like, "What do you mean you don't like sports? It's not American." The no, fuck does that have to do no, with anything? I just, I don't like it. I can't do it. No, never it's have. Lame. No, it's just lame. All right, well, I'm going to let you get out of yeah, here, man. man. Thanks for fun, coming dude. by. Good Thanks for coming by always. my little corner. I'm, I'm yeah, literally hanging out in the corner. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually oh, in my I office. Know. I think I've only done, I've done one show here. I did Marvin's here up in my room. And then I just bought this whole travel rig. Um, yeah, that's cool, man. I used to have one of those things, man. Yeah, I'm still kind of. very. Uh, I'm still kind of figuring it out. But I, I did a. Uh, I, I bought all this shit. What I'm getting at is I bought all this shit because last Saturday I recorded Greg Upchart from Three Doors Down. He was oh, on yeah, the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I had to figure out how to travel because dude didn't come into my house. That guy's good, man. Oh, he's yeah, so he's good. good. I think he's very underrated. Um, There's a lot of those yeah, he's guys not a, out there. He's man, not a blow amazing. you away drummer. But when you watch him, you go, son of a bitch, that dude's good. No. I, I, but he's not He's That's not something going. that comes with age. Yeah. Because I not, was all about the Marcos and, and the Neil Peart's back mm-hmm. then. But now I can, yeah, I can see somebody. And even if they're not too fancy or not blowing people away, I can see. I'm like, oh, man, that guy just sits in the pocket. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me a Steve Jordan any day. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. So, ugh. I love it. We're just going to end that there. Steve Jordan. There you go. Sounds good to me. Thanks for coming by, man. I appreciate it. Always, bro. See ya. Well, that's it, kids. That's the show for the week. I hope you enjoyed my mini conversations with uh, some of these cats. Uh, Great players, great drummers, great human beings. It was cool. Like I said, I didn't get to record everything because I did was being very selfish and I wanted to hang out with some of these guys. I got to meet some very cool players, players I've never met, players that I've seen here and there, but never had a conversation with any of them. Uh, but it was a great day. It was a really cool hang. Thanks, Mom's Music, for putting it on. Thanks for Tommy Seward for having the idea. And thanks to everybody that cooked food. It was, it was really good. Uh, so I just wanted to say thank you, thank you to those guys and to everybody that came out it was awesome and for everybody that took the time to come over and sit with my dumb ass for a few minutes I do have to say since this is a special little different episode of a bunch of different drummers uh, please keep the metal music going keep it alive and loud this week we did lose Vinnie Paul phenomenal drummer for those of you that don't know who he is he was the drummer for Bantera I'm sure a lot of you guys know who Pantera is or was, but he passed away this past week, and that sucks. Uh, The guy was a phenomenal player, did a lot to change metal. Pantera had a lot to do with the way metal kind of changed and was looked at a little bit differently. Phenomenal band, so uh, go listen to some Pantera, and uh, now Vinny can actually join Dimebag, and the the band in heaven just got a lot, a lot more sick. It's just going to be... gonna be fucking nuts as always thank you guys for hanging out with me and uh, as i say at the end of every episode go do some shit let go listen to some pantera go be the fuck out of here turn that shit up loud so until next time i will talk at you soon